Welcome to the Business Blasphemy Podcast, where we question the sacred truths of the online business space and the reverence with which they're held. I'm your host, Sarah Khan, speaker, strategic consultant, and BS-busting badass. Join me each week as we challenge the norms, trends, and overall bullshit status quo of entrepreneurship to uncover what it really takes to build the business that you want to build in a way that honors you, your life, and your vision for what's possible, and maybe piss off a few gurus along the way. So if you're ready to commit business blasphemy, let's do it. Hello, hello, blasphemers. All right. This episode is going to be short and sweet. Full disclosure, I had a really hard weekend. I've had a really rough couple of weeks, just kind of easing back into January. There's a lot going on. I'm prepping for a massive, massive event at the end of this month. I'm traveling to uh, Florida. And you know what? Because I'm stressed out, things are pissing me off. So I thought, you know what? I'm ditching what I actually had planned for this week, and I'm going to share two or three tough love truths with you that I think you really, really need to hear. So uh, one of my Facebook followers (laughs) actually called this my Hulk smash. It's not that bad, but it's pretty damn close. So buckle up. Here's number one. I got to ask you a question. When's the last time you planted a seed and ate the fruit the same day? or even the same week, same month, even the same fucking year. I see too many business owners who legitimately have good ideas ditch and pivot too soon because they don't see immediate results. That is the curse and the blessing of the visionary. You have this incredible ability to come up with fantastic ideas and you know, really create these wonderful big things but you don't often have the patience to see that vision come to fruition and the discernment to know whether to ditch and pivot or to like adjust and try again. That comes from experience. There is magic in the long game, but too few entrepreneurs are actually ready or willing to wait. And that can be a huge problem. Why? Because you're not allowing your idea to take root. Very, very rarely, what it doesn't matter what they tell you, very rarely does an idea take root the first time you launch it and become this massive fucking success. Some things take time. Actually, most things take time. In all of my experience supporting launches, working on the back end of businesses, I can honestly tell you it has taken sometimes three, four, five launches for something to actually gain the traction that is needed for it to become a quote unquote overnight success. You have to give it time. When you constantly ditch and pivot, not only are you confusing your audience, but you're doing yourself a disservice. You may have a really, really great idea. And I've seen this happen too, where someone has a really great idea. They don't give it time to actually take root. Someone else picks up with on it and, you know, runs with it and they become the success. And then the original visionary is like, well, damn it, that was my idea. Well, yeah, but you didn't stick with it. So ask yourself the next time you put something out there and don't have the immediate result that you want. Did you give it enough time? I see entrepreneurs thinking that, you know, three, four, five, even six weeks is enough to launch and promote something in order to get, a you know, a really good return on it. And again, that is not always the case. Very rarely is that the case. 
people are bombarded with so much information, so much noise. I mean, look at your Facebook feeds or your Instagram feeds. I have seen things that look new on my feed that when I look at the date, they were posted two, three weeks ago. One of my clients got an email the other day asking to be added to an event that finished three weeks ago. So your putting stuff out there does not equal everybody seeing it and rejecting it. There are a lot of reasons why things don't gain traction right away. And you need to be patient. You need to slow down. If things are not yielding the results that you want, do what all good project managers do. Evaluate. Have a look. Did you promote it long enough? Did you talk about it enough? Did you tell people what you wanted them to do, aka buy my thing? Were you showing up in the right places, in front of the right people? People don't like to hear this, but a really solid launch period, and that's like promoting an event until you go live, is three months. 90 days. That seems like a long time. You, you want me to talk about this thing for 12 weeks? Yes, I do. And even then, you're probably not going to get the kind of traction you expect to get. But you'll have way more data about where and why things didn't pick up the way you'd hoped. So that's tough love number one. Are you giving your ideas enough time to take root? Or are you ditching and pivoting because you got impatient? All right, tough love truth number two. All those clients you keep courting with your free and low ticket shit are not going to buy your high ticket offer no matter how much they love you. I said what I said. Your high ticket audience does not have the same problems, the same needs, the same budget, or the same desired outcome as your lower ticket audience. Please stop buying into the fallacy of massive value. You know what I'm talking about, right? If I just give them a ton of stuff, they will see how amazing I am and they will buy. No, they won't. No, they will not. Your lowest price consumer is also often your least loyal consumer. They are not going to buy a $5,000, $6,000, $10,000 offer if they have been consistently buying something that's $20, $40, $97, $197, $297, even $500. There is no such thing as loyalty equals sales. That's not how it works. So stop buying into the fallacy that if I just give them a ton of value, they will buy my shit. Get more intentional about who you're talking to and why. Because here's the truth, the bottom line, the thing you don't want to hear. If you are not at least breaking even, when you compare how much work you're putting into something, how much time you are giving of yourself, how much time you are spending building resources, if you are not making at least that in return, you're not a profitable business. And to be honest, if you're breaking even, you're not a profitable business. You're a business, but you're not making a profit. And so spending all of your time courting lower ticket clients is not going to serve you if you want to sell a higher ticket offer. They are not the same people. Can you have lower ticket offers? Absolutely. One of my core values is accessibility. I am not sitting here saying that you should only offer high ticket stuff. 
but the people who need and want and can afford your lower ticket or your free stuff are not in the right space to buy higher ticket stuff, no matter how much they love you, no matter how much they see as valuable in what you offer, because they're not in the same place. They don't have the same budget. They don't have the same problems. So your higher ticket stuff needs a very specific message and audience, and your lower ticket and free stuff needs a very specific audience and message, and nary the tween shall meet. So stop working yourself into a tizzy and just giving away more and more stuff because you think massive value equals profit. And the final thing that's got to bug up my butt this week Stop thinking that you should offer something simply because you're good at it. You want to know what drives me bonkers? When well-meaning coaches who sell strategy tell me that I should offer XYZ just because I'm good at it. In the past, I would have taken their advice. And and to be honest, I have, right? I've created an offer. I've tried to sell it. Only to then feel a ton of resistance around it. So I would sell it like half-heartedly and then maybe wonder why I was so shit at sales. Now, this this is not to say that the strategy they gave me wasn't good. It was usually fine. The problem was that they were usually giving me this advice without really knowing anything about my purpose, my truth, what I wanted to do versus simply monetizing what I was good at. And this is even coaches who've known me for a while, right? Or coaches that I've worked with before. And I'm pretty sure a lot of you have had the same experience. There's a lot more to putting together a solid strategy for someone and simply putting together a strategy. And the truth is a lot of people sell strategy, but they don't actually put together a strategy that matters or is impactful for you because they're not taking into account critical components of business and life and then adjusting all of that as needed, right? The validity of the strategy doesn't matter. What does matter is what do you want? Why? What does that look like from an action perspective? What should you be focused on every single day? How does your capacity impact that? And what do we need to adjust as a result? These are the kinds of questions a coach or a strategist should be asking you and creating a strategy from there. And the reason things aren't working well is likely not a you problem or a mindset problem. It's that the strategy doesn't fit what you want to do. So I'll say it again. Stop creating offers simply because you're good at something. I want you to really sit down and think about, yeah, I'm good at that. Because here's the truth. Entrepreneurs, we're multifaceted. We're all really good at a lot of things. But that doesn't mean all of them should be monetized. Because unless you're doing what you really, truly want to do, you're going to hate it. You're going to resent it. You're going to have resistance around selling it. And then someone's just going to tell you, oh, you're shit at sales. You have mindset block around sales. No, maybe it's not that at all. Maybe it's just that you don't want to sell this thing because you're not interested in offering this thing. The idea of having this as a service for the next three, six, 12 months is actually soul destroying. But someone told you you're good at it so you could make money doing it. You're allowed to not do things just because you're good at them. And I think the more of us that do that, there'd be a hell of a lot more happy entrepreneurs out there. All right. That's it, short and sweet. But I needed to get that off my chest. So, what do we have to take away this week? Be patient. Give shit a chance to work. 
Stop giving away the farm because you think it's going to make people want to spend more and more money with you. It's not. And don't just do shit because you're good at it. Some things you can keep to yourself. You don't have to monetize absolutely everything. There's a reason I don't sell my art. Just saying. Remember, you can absolutely have success without the BS. All you have to do is keep in mind what you want. You, what you want. We forget that. I'll talk to you next week. That's it for this week. Thanks for listening to the Business Blasphemy Podcast. We'll be back next week with a new episode, but in the meantime, help a sister out by subscribing. And if you're feeling extra sassy, rating this podcast. And don't forget to share the podcast with others. Head over to businessblasphemypodcast.com to connect with us and learn more. Thanks for listening. And remember, you can have success without the BS.